Welcome to the Weekly Stupid. I am the editor in charge. If you like what you hear, check out more at theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Welcome back to the Weekly Stupid podcast. This is episode six. We offer a look at life not considered by what you may consider normal. If you are looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. In this podcast, I will go over what our staff is currently working on, preview this week's articles, answer a submitted question, and for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's articles. For a short update on what the writers are doing, Sarah complained this week that the website was boring, so we added a page based upon themes. If you go to our web page now and pick the tab labeled themes, you'll see images. If you hover over the images, they'll flip and give you a short description on what the theme is for that week. Then click on the link and you will open the articles. It definitely is more colorful. Ed accidentally let it slip that he's running for the President of the United States. I told him he has my vote. Can't be any worse than any of the other ones running. I imagine this will take a lot of his time going forward. Maybe he'll stay out of my hair or forget about his little hunky man thing. Dr. Beekman is ready for his next Flutterbird experiment. He has it all worked out. I told him to hold off on it until he gets his toaster pastry video. There was an issue this week that came up with a young child in a toaster pastry. We need to nip this in the bud. Now for a summary of this week's articles. Dr. Beekman's been very busy over the last couple months. His fetal institute is doing the impossible. It's going to redesign the wheel. The other writers have opinions on whether this should be done or not. Check out theweeklystupid.com to read the latest articles. The question this week was from an inquisitive reader who wanted to know how many people work at this publication. Well, I wasn't sure. I'd lost track. Our HR department's in charge of the hiring and the firing. So I did some checking, and we just hit the 100 mark. We have 107 employees working at this publication. We are a busy group. Now for last week's articles. This past weekend, we had our company Memorial Day picnic. It went similar to all of our holiday celebrations. It started off fine. Most of our staff had a good time, but then there were our writers. Sarah Jean wanted the event to be vegan. She walked around the office and asked everyone if they minded having a vegan picnic. Our staff is very courteous and a little scared of Sarah Jean. They all agreed it would be fine. I followed Sarah Jean around that day and decided that the staff was just being courteous, and I decided to bite the bullet and be the bad guy and catered a fabulous event. Sarah Jean probably won't speak to me for a week. I'm not sure how I should take that. Ed thought we should invite Barbie. He has been a little jealous that he didn't get to meet her during the last story. He explained that since it was Memorial Day and she's a veteran, and Sarah Jean and Barbie had become friends, maybe we should invite her. I went ahead and sent an invitation, but we got no response and she failed the show. For the most part, Ed behaved better than expected until he started arguing with Dr. Beekman. Dr. Beekman ate more chicken wings than I thought a man could eat. He happened to mention at one point that he preferred the flat over the drum. I didn't even know that there was a flat or a drum. I thought they were just chicken wings, but I learned something that day. But Ed took exception to that statement. I think Ed was just looking for an argument after Barbie failed the show. They discussed the pros and cons of chicken wings for the better part of six hours. Ed was purely emotional where the good doctor was scientific. 
I thought the argument fascinating enough to assign each writer a chance to put their opinion in writing. I hope you all had a great Memorial Weekend. We here at the Weekly Stupid would like to thank our fine troops for their service and hope they can take a moment to enjoy the stupid. Ed's article this week is short and sweet. He has to admit that he was a little buzzed from the picnic while writing the story. And just to show that he truly was, he says he has six reasons as to why the drums are better. And then he lists four. The first reason is it's larger, because everyone knows that bigger is better. The second reason was it looks like a leg, because everyone knows Ed is a leg man. The third reason is they're easier to eat, and everyone knows Ed likes them easy. The fourth reason is there's just more meat. Need he say more? He also goes on that he says he doesn't like the way the flats look. They're not natural, all flat and oblong. They remind him of factory-made chicken nuggets. Don't get Ed wrong, he loves processed meat. Give him some bologna, fried up, added to a grilled cheese sandwich, and he is in heaven. When it comes to chicken, au naturel is the only way to go. He thinks au naturel is pretty much the best way for everything. He knows the lazy degree. Keep those photos coming to hunkyman at allstud.net. He finishes his article by saying that the good doctor relies on facts so much that he starts to lose touch with reality. The fact is the drum is better, and that is Ed's opinion. You can tell by that last article, then, that Dr. Beekman prefers the flats. He has done extensive studies on the flats versus the drums. The drums may look larger, but the surface area is drastically smaller if you take in the volume of each piece. When the sauce is applied in a controlled environment, the ratio of sauce to meat is 13.567% larger on the flat. The same study demonstrated that most wing eaters are consuming the wings for the sauce. This fact alone illustrates the superiority of the flat. He has also completed over a thousand hours of study on meat extraction. The conventional thought is that it is easier to eat the drums, but the flats are less dense and therefore come apart in a more fluid procedure. Dr. Beekman contacted the chicken guy from the movie My Cousin Vinny to reenact his famous scene. He had him remove the meat from the drum and the flat a hundred times each. The proportion of meat left on the bone was much higher on the drum, 23.547% to be exact. This fact alone illustrates the superiority of the flat. Finally, the good doctor tested the fat content on two pieces and consistently the fat was 18.634578% leaner. Boy, that doctor sure does get down to specifics. These three points alone show that the flat is superior to the drum. The good doctor wants to point out that Ed and him get along just fine, and he doesn't want the readers to think that they are in anything less than an ideal relationship. This is one of those issues that Ed gets a little too emotional about and ignores the scientific fact. Ed relies on opinion so much that he starts to lose touch with reality. Dr. Beekman's opinion is the flat is better, and that is a matter of fact. I asked Sarah Jean her opinion, but she was just offended. She was offended that I made her write an article about such an offensive topic. I think she's still mad about the whole vegan thing. She spent the weekend watching people consume way too many chicken wings. Just imagine how many chickens are running around without wings. I guess Sarah thinks I just amputate the wings and let the chickens go. She is not going to say she has never eaten a chicken wing. She's not going to say she didn't enjoy those yummy little bites of heaven, especially if they are seasoned in a savory sweet barbecue sauce. There may even be an embarrassing YouTube video out there of Sarah eating chicken wings. 
The hardest thing she will not deny is that she actually agrees with Ed. She just wants to be clear that the person she is today is not the person she was then. When she sees a person eating a chicken wing, she can't help but think about the Flutterbird. What if she gets the Flutterbird population back to normal? What yummy part of the Flutterbird will people decide tastes good? Will they deep fry and slather that part in barbecue sauce? Will there be thousands of Flutterbirds walking around without their gizzards or wings or, God forbid, eyes? She shudders to think about blind Flutterbirds flying into buildings and trees and cars. The horror! We need to stop this before it starts. She is going to start a petition or something to make sure this does not happen. She is very confident that she can restore the Flutterbird population and she wants to make sure that they are around for a long time. She wants to let everyone know that her and Dr. Beekman have the next experiment all lined out. But as I said earlier, I am asking Dr. Beekman to finish his toaster strudel video before he creates the next Flutterbird one. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, a ray of sunshine is blocked by a bird doing its business on your car. Thank you, and as always, enjoy the stupid.